and welcome to the Off Topic Show. I've got John Parker and Justin Gardner with me, and we're going to be talking about just kind of introducing ourselves because this is a new show. Uh, but the show is going to be talking about how we could be godly men in our communities, in our marriages, and also in our families. And then also, Justin's going to take us down and talk about some Christian music and everything. But today, we're going to be talking about just how who we are and what our kind of goal and idea is for the show. How are you guys doing? Great. Good, man. Hey, we're, it's it's finally here, gentlemen. Yeah. We've, like we've, we've been finally done it. We've, we've been talking about this for what? Weeks at this point? Yeah. 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 And it's just <laughs> getting around here. and just doing it. I mean, I'm a little bit better at making ideas than it is putting to action and being like, okay, we need to do this. Like we're doing this in our, my front room. So we had to rearrange this whole front room just to do this. It's lovely. It, it, it is. It's a really good setup. Yeah. And I mean, Kelsey made coffee and cookies over there, which like I said, do not leave them here, please. Cause I will eat them. I and don't know that, that I sounds need like to a take you them. problem and not an us. <laughs> I don't need to take them home either. So, yes. so, uh, because this is the first uh, episode and we just need to get to know each other. Um, John, do you want to talk about just first how old you are? I'm old. Yeah, he's, I, I, he's I, old. He's the wise one uh, of this seating. I'm, I'm apparently the adult of this conversation. So I am. I, uh, my name is John Parker. I'm 43. It depends uh, on the conversations that you have. It's well, this is true. true. This rapidly devolves. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I work for uh, Newspring and do uh, kids ministry there. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly on the tech side uh, and programming and all of that kind of stuff. So I have, I'm married and have two daughters, mm-hmm. one of which went to homecoming this weekend. Yeah, which oh. is which is interesting on your situation because you've got an older daughter. Yes. That's in high school, right? Freshman. Freshman. And then you've got a daughter the same age, almost about the same age as my oldest. Yeah, Elsie is six. Yeah. yeah. And so what? what was the... How is that like having one that's almost about to be out of the house or about to go to college in a couple of years and one that kind we're, of we're just going straight straight to the college. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just I'm just as an example. Suddenly thinking about old. my 529 yeah. plan and yes. how much money I need to put into it. <laughs> yes. Thanks. But but just one that's in high school, yes. you know, the last yes. stage of, of yes. schooling and then one that's she's in kindergarten or first, 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 grade. first grade. So first grade. one that kind of already just starting the, the series. Yes. Did you guys was like, Hey, we're about halfway through the schooling on one kid. Let's, let's just redo the whole thing. Let's just do it all over again. Here's the thing. And, and I mean this with all love yeah. and, and, and I would say this to her face if she was here, but Evie was a terrible baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she was so Did she hard. scare you? Like, and that's, she, she was super colicky and, and, and she yeah. has sensory processing disorder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we didn't know that until halfway through her kindergarten year. Yeah. So we just thought she was crazy. And she would just, she would scream from six to seven every night when oh she my. was a baby. Yeah. Like, like nonstop. And there's, and so, yeah, it, it, it was a struggle. And so we were like, I, I don't know that we want to do this again. Yeah. And then eventually, you know, we got things worked out, things got going and we decided maybe we'll try one more time and. Now we have two. Now you have two. That's the way that See, works. And that, that's how it was with me and Kelsey. We we had Daisy, and she wasn't a she wasn't a bad kid, like or, or a bad baby or anything. Like she was really good at night. She would sleep. She did. It was just, you know, Kelsey was a single uh, single child, and so she was well, she was kind of comfortable with that. And I was happy. I didn't, you know, I had two other sisters, and so there was three of us. Which, by the way, as an advice don't always end on an odd. I've been, I've been told that so many times by other people because don't don't mess up the roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. Well that too. Yes. Because if you have two, then they kind of just play with each other. If you got Mm -hmm. three, then you got one that's been left out. I feel like I I need to say this right at the top. So my wife and I have been married for all of four months and have zero kids. Yeah. So if well, I'm if I'm not having a whole lot of input, so you on have the first part of this conversation. You have no interesting, yeah, things to say at all. Then is what you're saying. But he's learning. No. He's, he's right, right. learning he's from here, both he's, experiences he's here for the education. And but like I was saying, like we were fine. And then you know, Colby was kind of a surprise, and we were like, we were actually like, we were like, yeah, we're happy about this. Like, yeah, maybe we can see. But now that we've got two, and we've got one girl and one boy, I'm like, I don't want to mess up that. Yeah, yeah. I'm no, like, no. I've got one of each. And I can enjoy having a little girl and I can be a daddy's girl. And then I can also enjoy having a, a son 
and how, doing. How often are you a daddy's girl? <laughs> <laughs> I, she, she, uh, or, or, or are you a girl dad? A girl dad. Yeah, oh, I guess okay. the, the, I was just curious. Yeah, that's <laughs> where you were going with yes. this. I guess, sorry, I misspoke. Yes, that okay. I got it. I have dyslexia and I, I blame that on a lot of stuff, but yeah. that was not a good an excuse for that. But no, yes, yeah. I I, I kind of cater to her sometimes and, and it, I, it's, yeah, I, she gets away with a lot. So, so did, you, <laughs> right. did you and Kelsey wait to have kids? N- no, 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 we didn't. She, um, in short terms, she was a honeymoon baby. So, yeah. And, but with Colby, yeah, we waited. I mean, Daisy was four. Yeah, she was four when Colby was born. Because so. we're, we're, I think we're going to wait two or three years. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. He, he makes, you object he makes, to that? He makes sound. There's no way you're making it. No. No way you're making no, it. No way. No Why? way. Have you met his wife? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Do you understand that she hangs out with babies for fun? Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, no Justin way. tells me that all the time, how they, no they hang out way. with... Yeah. She she hangs out with DJ's kids. Yes. And yeah. loves them. Yes, yes. Which, they're great kids. I mean, they're, they're cute little kids. But, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. Best wishes no to way. you. Justin. I put it in my calendar. You put it in your calendar? Yeah, three years from the day he you told have a me three, that. So he doesn't have a retire. He doesn't have a five-year plan for anything else except for you having a kid. Precisely. And yeah, that's that's the that's the one thing you're looking forward that to. Way, that that way, when, five years. when that day comes and you've got two kids, I can show it to you and go, look at you, you yeah. idiot. Yeah, and it, but here's the thing. is We're not saying you're going to have twins. That was the thing. Is like When me and Kelsey were getting married, on our wedding night, someone was like, hey, you're gonna. Oh, oh, I, I, I'm gonna be praying that you get twins. Oh, why would you do why that? Would you and, do that? And I was like, what? Now here's okay. I'm here's like, here's the thing. But then there's no twins on either side of us, so I don't know how all that I, works out. Either. I am a twin. Yeah, got that going yeah. for me. Yeah, or maybe not. But usually, it usually me. skips. Is I hope it skips. Or you get the jackpot, and you just get an instant family, is what my father-in-law would say. <laughs> yes, and you get triplets, or you get. Five kids or four kids all in one. Nope, I'm good. You better be shopping for a minivan at that point. S- sell the Rogue now. No, I I refuse. He is not going to space. He is not going to sell that space car. Nope. It's it's. I don't know how many times we have to go through this. It is not a space car. It is. Well, for one, I mean, we all, uh, all three of us have watched Star Wars. So Rogue, right there, already calls that, it. It's that's true. That's putting Rogue, a yeah. That's uh-huh. putting a very. Mild right. coat on yeah. the yeah we've watched Star Wars yeah yeah no, <laughs> right no. there we, we, and then on the top of it could you, quote it is you, a better you gloat about how it's got space seats even yeah. Marin says yes yes it's it, seats that were designed by NASA yes is what they, you like they, to say. yes the front the front the driver's seat and the passenger seat are both designed I think you said the back seats too no no just the, just the front yeah. two are both designed by NASA to. To what? I don't know. To keep you centered. He said, like when you're, like when when you're turning, it like keeps you, like yeah, like keeps you straight and centered and balanced, so you don't like feel the turn as much. When that starts to wear out in like five years, that's gonna be the worst thing ever. (laughs) You're just gonna be like turning, and like the whole thing's gonna. (laughs) (laughs) Or it overcorrects on the yeah the the computer because that was the issue when I had a BMW. It had this thing called X drive or XI drive or whatever it was called. And what it did, it's, it was four wheel drive. But like, if you got stuck in ice, it would stop one wheel and try to fix the other. And then if you got stuck in like sand or something, it just would try to overcorrect itself. And then you're just getting it worse. You're just making it worse. That sounds highly dangerous. Yeah. Which I, this is, I'll share this story, but don't have traction control on, on sand. I found this out when you go to South Padre. So I'll share that later. But good news. Yeah. That was a fun story. Um, but yeah, you, you've got them separated. So how, how's that in the household though? Well, okay. So when, when I'm assuming they don't kind of, they don't hang out a lot as you know, like my, my kids, they have a whole playroom and they play and they're, they share toys because they're kind of in that like age group, but both your kids, no, you know, they're. So, so here's the deal. Here's, here's, here's the, as far as like all that, all the playing together Mm -hmm. thing goes. Yeah, I live next to a train. That's going to be great. Yeah. Um, so as far as all that goes, Evie is at that age where she is super sensitive about her identity yep. and wanting to be an individual. Yep. Elsie is at that age where she idolizes 
yes. everything Evie does mm-hmm. and wants to do it too. Mm-hmm. So right there is just instant conflict because as soon as as Elsie picks on something, picks up on something that that Evie likes, yeah. Then, then it's over. Why does she like that? I can't, I, that's my thing. She's just copying me. Yes, yeah. she is because she loves you and she yeah. wants to be just like you when she grows up and she thinks you're cool. Well, and my son will do that too. Like he'll copy things that Daisy does right. because he's like, wow, like I, I have an older sister right. and like she's cool and like she gets to do all these things and she's big and she gets to jump and all this stuff. And so he tries to copy the same exact stuff that she Ooh. does. And I'm like, I, no. Don't jump off the couch. Please don't do that. You are not even two yet, and you are already getting daring. Like, that was that's the biggest thing, is mm-hmm. like between boys and girls. Um, Daisy talked sooner. Okay. And so she, you know, she talked sooner, but like Colby, he'll he'll talk, but like he's mostly more into like doing physical things. Like he was able to throw a ball faster, you know, right. pick right. up that right. kind of like mobile activity and motion quicker than Daisy did when she was that age. And so that's just, it's just interesting that like physical things go faster and kind of like growing up with boys and they are as girls. And it's, it was just interesting seeing both kind of back and forth, but yeah. Yeah. It's the other thing is they're also at that point where they both want to be the other one. Mm -hmm. So, you know, because like you were bringing up doing the same thing. So, so, Elsie's kind of like, how, how come, how come Sissy gets to do, mm-hmm. and, and, and Evie's, well, how come you take it so easy on her? Yeah. Like, look, y'all can't, can't have it both ways. Yeah, so how do both. you, how do you find that balance then with logic? <laughs> I thought he was, I thought John was going to say, well, once I find out, I'll let you know. No, it's, no, um, you cannot go to homecoming. Yeah. You're six. You're six. Right. And also, Hey. Yeah, I'm going to be a little bit gentler on her about this issue because she's still learning. You are 14, 15. You know better. And I'm and I'm going to start shopping for a car for you soon. Yeah. So responsibility is a bigger deal yeah. to you. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to go to Justin and we're going to roast him on, on what his life is all in. And very excited. Yes. Very exciting. Welcome back to the Off Topic. Uh, now we're going to be talking about Justin's oh, life. Uh, we talked about John's yes, and yes. his kids. Very now we're going to be talking. We talked about John's life. Yeah. We're, no, we talked about his kids. We we're also about- didn't mention the fact that John's a drummer. Okay, we'll get to that later. But we're talking about we're talking about our marriages. Yeah, stop and trying kids. to deflect. I yeah, you're deflecting. So, <laughs> Justin, how Chris. old are you? I am 23. He's the youngest. Yes, I'm the youngest out cute, of folks? the three of us. Um, He's like a little garden gnome. Oh. <laughs> that Here's the other thing. All right. You're not going to know this by the audio, but you can clearly tell in the video. Maybe you can't clearly tell. You can't clearly tell. But I don't know if they can clearly tell or not, but what Chris is about to say. It's, yeah, it's cut my, off. It's my, cut off, okay, so you can't I, see. I am a, shall we say, vertically challenged fellow. Yes. And most places, my feet don't hit the floor in the chair that is a, I sit in. I'm just going to say this. This is a pretty low sofa. It's not exactly a tall sofa. It's, no, it's not. But, I, yeah, my feet don't touch the floor. I will, I will give you some benefit of the doubt. No one really sits on this couch. And so since we bought it, and we bought it like almost like new because the person that owned it didn't even use it either, those those seats are pretty fluffy. So I'll, I'll we'll give them that. We'll give them that. We John. will. Yeah. Okay, you go ahead. But meanwhile, he yes. Yeah, so his feet doesn't normal. I, I I asked. We can get you a like an ottoman would or would something. You like a stool? No, I no. I would like to feel less bad about myself <laughs> and oh, my height. Sorry. Oh, this is the wrong <laughs> place to be. <laughs> this, is, this is not that podcast. Okay, can we get back to yes? Like, okay, okay, so Justin, uh, you said you've been you just recently got married, right? Yeah, just recently in July, middle of July, yeah. we got married. We went to Branson for our honeymoon. That was fun. Yeah, Branson's a good... See, we almost went to Branson, but we were going to do a road trip. We were going to go to Branson, and then we were going to go to uh, Corpus Christi, but we just ended up just going straight to Corpus Christi. I, the last time I had been to Branson was, oh gosh, I was probably 10, yeah. 9 or 10, and I had forgotten how steep oh, the yeah. hills get. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm driving, 
and we come up, we come across one of these stupidly steep hills. Yeah, it's right when you come out of Springfield. Yeah, it just starts just dropping it, it and then drops, going up. And and I'm sitting there like yeah. white knuckling yes. the steering yep. wheel because I'm like, oh, I've gotten so used to it now that I'm just like one hand. <laughs> I also, I don't like heights. So yeah, there's I mean that too. I I am fine with like height or speed or any of that if I'm the one driving. If I right. wasn't, 100%. I'd be freaking out. Yep. And my father-in-law, he he doesn't normally get motion sick like during those rides, but when we're going up and down and when we're in Branson, I don't know if you've taken the back roads in Branson, but if you take mm-hmm. the back roads, you're pretty much just like you're on the edge of the cliff and yeah. you're whipping around those corners and just going down these roads. It's the the scariest part of the of the whole trip was driving over the bridge that that um is goes across Table Rock. Yep. Yeah. And we're and there was construction, so it's down yeah. to one lane. Yeah, one lane. And everybody's going super slow and the You're whole going time. across a bridge, across a big lake, and they're working on it. Right. So I'm like white knuckled and like I'm telling myself just like keep your eyes forward. Just keep your eyes forward. <laughs> Don't look down because I'm also not a huge fan of the water. Yeah. Because, like, I don't swim very well. Yeah, I, so, I'm in the same category. So it's like, mm, there's water to my left yeah. and my right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so how long were you in Branson? Oh, gosh. We were in Branson five days. Mm-hmm. Then we went to Springfield for two days. Then we went up to Kansas City, did a night in Kansas City, and came home. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird because we were working. Because we, we all all three work at the same church. Yes. Right. And we were working... And I just saw Marin. I was like, "What the? What? what why is she why here? here?" And then oh, I yeah. saw Justin. I was like, "You guys are not even supposed to be here." I don't. And, and, I don't remember wait. why we were there. Oh, yes, you do. I do. Yes. Is it is it kid related? It is kid yes, related. Because oh. your wife wanted to see the kids. Here, right. Here is another example right here. Yes. I I am I'm starting to buy into this three year plan that John has right now. <laughs> There's no way. I no. It, no be, way. If if she was here, she would tell you it's going to be three years. Oh, I understand what she would tell us. I'm telling you what reality is. <laughs> I, I well, I you mean, can argue reality we, all you want because me and Kelsey were like, we're going to wait. Yeah. And then, I mean, just yeah, life. Life so. happens. Okay. So life what I'm hearing will, is it's life will. It's just life finds happen. a way. Yeah. I was. Come I was, on. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> all right, Doctor Ian. Malcolm. I just watched that the other day, and it still it, holds up. It is a good movie. It is a fantastic. It movie. is a good movie. It is so real that like Daisy was like, turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> and Colby's just going, dinosaur. Yeah. Well, because he's really into dinosaurs right now. And so I was like, hey, let's watch it. You know, because I'm that dad that just scars her children. I was going to say, you didn't think that one yeah. through yeah. all the way, did you? Well, no, we've watched it before. Oh, like okay. Daisy's watched it before and she didn't freak out, but I don't know. She was. She's getting old enough to understand it. Yes. Now. Yeah. Right. She's like, that could be real. I'm like, no, no, that could not be real. So, yeah, so just got married. Um, like you said, I'm on staff at New Spring, yeah. too. Um, I work in our student on our student ministry team, mm-hmm. specifically with high schoolers. Yep. So that's fun. Yeah, he smells B.O. all the time. It's all fantastic. All the, the time. time. Aren't you with freshman boys, too? Sophomores now. Oh, sophomores yeah. now. Okay. Yeah, and I've, you know, I'm on production, so uh, normally I'm in the main auditorium. But I've come in and helped you guys. What? There's a fly. Yeah, I know. Just like, just, where, just where, the did you come in here because of the screen? No, oh, I, I just hit it. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, it's like Mr. Miyagi yeah. with chopsticks. <laughs> but, you know, I'm on production, so I've, I've helped out with... Thr- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he just said. He said about the same height, too. <laughs> I, I have my little bonsai tree yeah, in the background that I cut. Yes. But, um, yeah, it's... High schoolers are interesting. They they are because it's it's they want this this level of freedom yeah. right but mm-hmm. but also you still have to teach them not to be stupid mm-hmm. with their level of freedom yeah because it's their decision making is not that well because right. I'm thinking of like when I was a high schooler which John's gonna have to think really hard so when I was, was a high school what forty years ago. <laughs> So sorry, John. Just in case those of you didn't do the math earlier. Oh, here my we wife go. and I my John. wife and I were married one month after you were born. Oh my it's goodness true. gracious. Yeah, but that that's not as bad as me. Because I'm older than him. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, by three years. No, how old did you say? See, I'm not even paying attention. Yeah, I'm tw- I don't either. I'm twenty three. Twenty three. I'm gonna be twenty seven in two days. So okay, once so this is years. aired. I'm going to be already 27. So I was a freshman when you were a senior. Yeah. Yeah. 
exactly. he was probably a kid I pushed. So actually, I was not in that uh, group of people. I was I was the group of Don't people that would play D and D and stayed you, in. You nerd. Yeah. Nerd. So, oh yeah. Oh I've yes. Played D and D before. But so I was not in the group of wearing like hoodies the whole time. All the time, yeah. Hoodies and sweatpants. No, I didn't do that. No. Like, like it's 112 degrees. Now, outside. here's the thing: is why is the emo phase like a big thing now? Like, because I'm noticing high schoolers. Me and my wife are talking about this. Like, the 90s kind of attire is like the big thing now. Don't they say it like, like baggy? It's like every 30 years, it like cycles. Yeah, and so like the nine. That's the reason the 90s are in yeah. now. Well, and the 60s were kind of loose clothes too. Right. It's kind of baggy, just whatever, kind of clothes. Do you remember the 60s, John? No, I don't okay. remember that. I was uh, not there. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. But if you want to talk about 90s, I can tell you all about the 90s. Yeah. That you people don't even understand. Yeah. What, what were we talking about? Something about a video game that came out, and you were like, yeah, I remember when it came out. I was in college, and I was like, oh. Oh, uh, pr- probably Ocarina of Time. <laughs> And I, I would we were talking probably, about like the Super Nintendo or something. And yeah. you're like, yeah, I was in college. I was like, oh. And I probably would have said, I wasn't alive yet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, the first the first video game console I ever bought for myself was an N sixty four, brand new at oh Best my, Buy. Oh, brand new with it, like on opening day, or it was like close to opening day. No, it was it was later because it was the Star Wars Pod Racer Episode oh, One bundle okay. pack. Yeah, and that's why I bought it because yeah. it was the Star Wars. And I was like, yeah, so that would have been what nineteen ninety eight ninety eight. Two years before I was born. Yeah, that was so two know. years after I was born. So my wife and I were already engaged. Wow! Wow, you're old. I, it's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> wow! But the thing is, is John doesn't act like he's forty. No, it's true. I am a child. Yeah. What that, were we talking about? You, you, you and somehow it got we, back to me. We were talking know. about. We were talking about Justin. So uh, real quick before the segment ends, Justin, Chris, how long? John. It, it, oh. <laughs> Thank you, John. Thank you. I'm so glad that you're still here. I'm so glad that you're still here. Uh, So what else? What did what did you do before working at New Spring and working with high school? Because you've worked with teens before. Yeah. So he was was, one. Yeah, I was. one. Immediately before taking this job, he was one. Right as he finished becoming a teen, he took this job. He was that was it. Yeah. So before I was on staff at New Spring, I was on staff at a church here in Derby Mm -hmm. for about six months. Yep as the interim student pastor yep. and I kind of got just thrown into the deep end on yeah. that one the the senior leadership was like hey you'd be good at this you should try this yeah and I was like oh okay sure why not <laughs> yeah and then I fell the in love with student ministry but before that I was on staff at Metro East mm-hmm. in Wichita and I was the worship associate so yeah. I worked directly under our worship pastor. I'm also a worship leader. Um, been leading worship since I was, gosh, 12 or 13. And he, he does group. the straight up what you think a worship leader would be. Oh, he's such a... Acoustic, it, acoustic yeah. set and all. Just Yeah. yeah Bass yeah, pro hat, true. the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. The the only thing that I don't have is... is like he doesn't do the skinny jeans. Long though. hair and skinny jeans. Yeah. He doesn't do the skinny jean thing. No, I don't. I don't feel like that. But no, I don't know that I would be able. To not quite fit the right build into skinny jeans. <laughs> skinny jeans is not the thing anymore, though. Is I feel like, I feel like youth worship leaders try to do that still, but that's not the thing. That, yeah, because they're stuck in two thousand four. Yeah, at least they don't have the spiked up hair. Yeah, it's yes, the and frosted. The, we yeah, talked and about and this. Frosted, frosted tips. Yes, tips. and we were talking about how there was what, there's someone that we know tips? did that. Did you have? Are you saying you had frosted tips? Of course I did. Yeah, because he was oh, he was no. old enough to do it on his own, and his parents didn't have to get on to him. That's right. That's what the cool kids did. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to try to. Be well, one he wasn't of a kid someday. though when he did it. Frosted no. tips and a goatee. Yeah. Did you have a goatee at one point? At one point, but not at that point. Oh, okay. So he he went in stages. Yeah, he went in <laughs> right. stages. It started with the frosted tips. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll be right back. Uh, I don't know what we're going to be talking about, but we're probably going to be talking more about John's collection of. Do you want to? Do you want to know what we're going to talk about? Your collection of of items that of, you collect, because we were talking about how like you don't act like a forty year old. 
Are, are you are you discussing my action figure yes, collection? Yes. Is that what you're trying to? Or some people here? say, you know, Barbies. Uh, but we're going to be talking <laughs> Not, about it's, it's it's an actual figure. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, but we'll be right back. Uh, you're listening to Off Topic. Welcome back to Off Topic. Uh, we were talking about John's life, and we we're talking about Justin's life. Uh, we'll get to your action figures. I'll call them action figures. Oh, thank you. In a little bit, but do you guys have any questions for me? I mean, we we roasted you guys. I mean, I I feel like I know a lot about your life because we tend to drive together. Yeah. In the and morning, he's also to afraid work. to roast me because I can just mute him. Well, okay. Let's start off here. Okay. With, it's can, not really roasting because your bride. Yeah, is is not the most outgoing to the mm-hmm. point that many of us on staff believe she was a figment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. I see. I see. Yeah, Be- I wouldn't have gone that far. Here's, but okay. here's the thing. Here's the thing is me and Kelsey are not very like we're not very open about like our personal life because I I'm a firm believer of like there's a good line of like work and personal. And, and I think it's a bad habit that I learned from like when I worked at like Cox or like secular uh, places, it's different working at a church because church is, I mean, as Christians, we are a family and we're firm believers and we share life together because we are a family. Mm-hmm. It's right. it's weird to say that my wife is a sister in Christ, but that is true. true. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But that is a bad habit I learned is not sharing my personal life. Um, and so, yes, there's that side of like, is is Chris actually married? I mean, Chris keeps talking like he's married like, with kids, but nobody's ever yeah. seen this. And yeah, we've seen the kids sometimes. And but I remember when we would do watchback service because it was a period of time that staff we did a service that we would watch the the, the church service so that we could actually be under yeah. the word yeah. and listen to uh, our pastor and worship together. And there was one time she actually came and Daniel texted in our group chat. Daniel Dixon, and he was like, hey, guys, Chris's, Chris's wife actually exists. Like, I just saw her. And and I believe I, I, yes. I responded, picture, it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. And it was funny because when we went to Justin's wedding. That was the first time I think yeah, I, I met I was going to say, I had not met Because even wife. Sam Hart came up and was like, hi, I'm Sam. And like, and which and you she, exist. Yeah, well, which, and she loved that because here's the thing is like, people knows that she exists and then people would see her in like around the church or anything and they wouldn't see it as a big thing of like introducing themselves because she knows about everyone but they don't really see face to face it's i feel like i'm kind of a messenger i'm like hey yeah this person said this and then she goes oh yeah say say this to them you know kind of like as a yeah yeah yeah, i'm going back and forth and so um yeah, and it is it is a thing of like we we are very closed. We're just very personal. I mean, this is the first time I've invited people inside my house, which I don't think is a bad thing. Like yeah. that's not a bad yeah. thing. And I, here's the other thing is like I, I'm not in a pastor position, but um, this is something that Mike Todd said uh, when he became the lead pastor of Transformation Church. Mm-hmm. He he told the whole con- whole congregation and the staff. My wife's not going to do anything. She's not going to lead the women's ministry. She's not going to do your Bible study or, or all that stuff. And there is a place that, that can happen. Um, but he was saying that, like, it's already a lot of work on the wife when if she's disconnected from the the whole situation of staff. Because I think we all can say there is times that it gets really busy, especially Christmas, especially around Easter or if we're doing some special event, um, like when we when I was on family ministry staff, when we did leading the way, that was a huge thing. Yes. You know, getting that all ready because it was the first time we were doing it, and I mean, this it was a great event for for yeah, students. And but it was you know there was a lot of like not knowing how it's going to work and all that stuff. You know, and you saw the back end of all that stuff. You yeah. know, being uh, kind of in charge of the, of the high school and all that stuff. Um, but what Mike Todd was saying is like she's she's going to be here to support me and not the church. And I, I feel like Kelsey does really good at that. Like she, you know, if I'm having a bad day or something happens, or 
you know, working with in, in a church, you hear a lot of stories, you know, of people getting sick or hard things that they're going through. And that puts a lot of weight on you. And mm-hmm. it's and in that moment, you forget to give it all to God or to even talk about it, because even talking about it would help relieve that. Right. And yeah. she does a really good job of like, hey, what's the issues? Speak, you know, speak it out and everything. And it, it, it's really hard because I'm an introvert, too. And uh, I just keep everything to me. And if I'm bothered by something or if I'm struggling with something, I just kind of just keep it inside. But he was also saying it was a good thing that they did that because their kid, they they had a kid and learned that um, I think it was autism. And so that was a struggle at home, too. And imagine if she was also into it and everything. And And he said it's not like that in every situation. Yeah, there's there's some situations that's not that way, or some marriages that are not that way. But he was saying that God told him that was the way, and I think that's it works in some situations. In some situations, it, it doesn't. Well, like for for Marin and I, we have an interesting dynamic because she's on staff full time yeah. too. Yeah. So and John, you you have a little bit of that because Kim is yeah. on staff. Yeah, because Kim just came on staff part time. So interesting. I didn't know that. Do you not read the HR emails? I don't know if I'm getting them anymore since I switched teams. I'm going to be oh, honest about that. I need. We've, we've been meaning to tell you. So <laughs> I was wondering why my fob wasn't working on the main door. Uh, no. Yeah. I, I think something happened. I don't know what happened because like. They it were happened talk- to me once where I, yeah, I they got were talking. They were talking about like how the, the, the parking lot was getting repaved. And I was like, I didn't know about that. And they were like, yeah, it's in the email. I was like, I didn't get the email. Uh, what what yeah. email? What, That's what awesome. Are you about? That's awesome. So is she still doing? Um, She's working uh, in in our uh, elementary. Yeah, I, I saw. Yeah, I saw that she was she was volunteering for a little bit during the summer, right? She or was she was contracted. contracted. Yeah, she yeah. was contracted because because my wife has another job and yeah. um, they wanted to kind of feel out how this mm-hmm. would work, and so she did contracting for a little bit, and then once school year started and everybody kind of got settled in, and yeah. it was like, okay, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do this for real. So, yeah. So during the week, she's actually a teacher, right? Yes. Yeah. And so what what grade does she teach? She does not teach. She, she teaches the teachers. Oh, she teaches the teachers. So, so her, okay. Her, that's not as much of a weight as being in charge of a class. And then also on the weekend she's doing, because on the weekend right. she's more, she's doing more of the backdoor security. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's yeah. basically running security yeah. and, and, and making sure everybody's where they're supposed to be. Okay, cool. Um, which is really terrifying to watch her do. It's it, there's just like this this mode and and if you ever watch my wife you yeah. just she'll just be having a great conversation with you and then some child will do something and she just and you just it see just, it it's yeah. like RoboCop just yeah. engaged and you feel bad for the poor kid because yeah. you know what's about to happen. Yeah. Well, and I think it's that 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 just the motherly instinct too. Yeah, yeah. and it just it just kicks in and you just kind of motherly instinct plus you know my wife's been a has been a classroom teacher. Yeah, for. 20 years Mm -hmm. so she has that classroom management thing too so yeah that's cool when it engages it's it's a terrifying thing yeah yeah so how how is it how is that with her doing her full-time job during the week and during the weekend is she only there during the the service times Uh, she's coming in a little early on, on on the weekend and everything um what what is weird about it for us because you would think you know, it's our weekend time, so it's our family time, yeah. um, and now it's taking her away from the family. Yeah. But she's in the same room as my youngest. Yep. And Evie is going to thrive our high school ministry, mm-hmm. so we're actually all—it's we're all going to church at the same time. Yeah. And working, and then Evie volunteers at our second Saturday service. Yeah. Sometimes Kim and I are in there working. Elsie's in there because that's the service she attends. Yeah. And so we're actually together. Yeah. A lot. And here's the here's the crazy thing is people don't think about is that a family that is serving together is actually that's actually a pretty cool like like situation. Right. Because they're seeing you have a servant's heart for God mm-hmm. and but then also they're starting to get that that passion of like, well, mom and dad are doing this and it's important to them mm-hmm. to the point that they're making it their career at least one of the parents and one of them is, is adding it on right on top of what their, their already full-time career is. And I want to do that. And then it just instills that just like, you know, there's a Bible verse. It's it, the ways of 
the children, what they learn will never go away when, when they grow up. Right, right. And that is so, so cool to, to see that. Because I've seen other families do that also. Um, it just becomes, it's, it's just what you do. Yeah. It's just, it's just part of the church experience. Because they don't, you know, there's a thing that me and Kelsey have talked about of like, you know, I always ask the question of, if God were to take everything away from you and you, you were left with nothing, would you still follow him? And I love Kelsey's response, and it's, well, yeah, because there's no other choice. I was like, well, some people might think there's another yeah, choice. Yeah. But she was like, but not for me, because that is the only choice. This is, this is, I, I just is, have to. Yeah. And so for a kid at that very young age, it's like, yeah, we just, we just on the weekends, we go, we go to church and we serve. And, and, you know, other kids would be like, what, you don't stay at home and play video games or watch TV? It's like, no. No, because you've, you've done a you? good job placing importance on that. Yeah. Too on on serving and being a part of of the church and being a part of the community of the church. And so here's here's what's weird, and and I guess I'll, I'll I'll brag on the big kid here for a second. But she's missed the past two weekends, um, homecoming, and I forget what what the weekend before was. Oh, okay. we took the weekend off, and we just had family weekend and and yeah. watched church at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's gonna miss the, this coming weekend mm-hmm. because she's in a play. And she didn't, she hadn't done the math on timing yet and didn't yeah. realize she was going to miss. And she's really upset now yeah. that she's missing her third weekend in a row. And that's crazy because like, especially in the age group that she's in and how our culture is, it's more of what everyone else is doing because that's not what everyone's doing. Right, right. You know, her, her, her group of friends are going to be more interested in, oh, I want to be in the play and... I want people to come and watch me and I got to make sure I get this spot in the play or this position or right. this role. And they're not more, they're not concerned about the other things. And that's, that's so interesting to see that she's more upset about missing yeah. serving. I mean, there is, I, I think she's starting to understand and, and really feel the benefit of attending yeah. a church service uh, spiritually mm-hmm. and in her life and everything. Plus, I mean, you know, she has her friends there. Yeah. And it's a, you know, it's it's just a, a natural part of her life that she's had since day one. Yeah. So it feels like she's missing out on a on on something. And so she wants, she's anxious to get back in. Yeah. That's so cool. That's so, so cool. Well, we'll be right back. Uh, we're going to be talking about, we didn't even get to me. Uh, no, no. John, 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 we, were, no we were just talking we've, about. We've done a good job living you, up to you, the you, name you, of the show. You, yes, you yeah. just keep bringing it back and uh, digging into my yeah, life. I'm just digging into, this is just going to be digging into John. just going to call it the John yeah. show at yeah. this point. We'll be, we'll be right back. off topic uh we've been talking about kind of marriage and the interesting like how it works with being on staff at in ministry and everything and we've kind of dug really deep into john and i feel really really bad it's like all so we're going to talk about justin because he just completely ignored yes so we were talking about how one you know i'm i'm I work in ministry so i I work at the church and kelsey doesn't she kind of stays at home Mm -hmm. which i believe that her staying at home for the kids is, is her ministry. She, she yeah, does absolutely. amazing. Uh, we, we homeschool, uh, Daisy, but you were talking at, before you diverted it to J- John again, again, this you is were talking the about the show. Yes, I know. Yes. That's why I chose that name because I know <laughs> how it works. Uh, especially with us three, but you were talking about how you're full time and then your wife's also full time. Right. I think the the thing the thing that gets hard for us is you know you're you're managing that tension of you know we're 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 at work all the time so when do we have time for mm. us yeah you know um, you know one of the one of the things that we we struggle with is is you know she's on stage all four services yeah she works on the worship team yeah. She's on stage all four services. Got to hit those bongos. I'm working at least three. Yes. 
congas. No, there's bongos. There, there are bongos. I do line check every week. I know what's in that perk. <laughs> and, you know, the expensive tempies that are, that are in there. Tempies? Tempanies. Tempanies. Tempanies is the hey, plural name. So you have to understand that most of production is from the south and so we just we go big tempe small tempe <laughs> and so we and then ray says box thingy when he hits the the, the cajon the, yes, cajon. yeah it's a half cajon yeah it's, it's, a, it's a mini cajon yeah john would know he he would know because yeah. he's a drummer yeah i'm the one that ordered it yeah so, yeah, so that played it first so yeah so anyway so See, we, we got off topic so here we are again talking about yeah. me here yep. we go yep so um like I say, she's she's on stage all four services. I'm usually working three out of the four services, if yep. not all four. Yeah, if you're helping out with... Because, you know, throughout the high school is at the first service. Right. And then you've got the middle school that's on the other two Sunday services. Because at our church, we have four services. I don't know why right. I kept looking. I looked at... There's where no, there's no camera, camera there. So if, anymore. I mentioned video earlier. And there's no video for this because my phone overheated. So there's that. And it's, it's not explode. iPhone 15, okay? So it's not that problem. It's just because there's no AC going on in their house. Off topic, again. Um, but you were, what was I saying, John? <laughs> I have no idea where you were going with that, but can I steer us back yes. to where I was how going many, with How many this? services we had. Yes, and, that's and, what I was talking yeah, so about. So we have at our I'm church, like, we have... I'm like, dog, squirrel, shiny thing. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, we but, have four services. Yes. Um, and we have two on Saturday, two on Sunday. But there's no students a service on the last service, the second service of the Saturday. That's right. So usually I'll be in, on Sunday, I'll be in um, our middle school room or mm-hmm. even our fourth and fifth grade room. Yeah. Um, just I know that room very well. Leading cool. small groups and stuff. Yes, it's true. Yeah. But the thing, the thing that Marin and I, because I'm going to go back to what we were originally saying. Oh, about, yeah, I forgot what we were talking about. Um, I have two cups of coffee in me right now, so yes. I am just wired. So the thing that Marin and I struggle with is when do we have time to go to service together? Because it's hard to, you know, even even if I get to attend our second service on Saturday, she's on stage playing, so we can't yeah. worship together. But even sitting under teaching is such a big thing for us because yeah. it's something we can do together. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I feel that a little bit too because in my position, uh, for most weekends, nine out of ten times, I'm switching. So I'm doing video switching and calling shots for the cameras for the iMags, you know, the side screens. Okay. And, you know, for worship, I for sure have to be in there because um, right. I'm calling the shots. I know the song. Uh, me and the, the, the control room director, Christina, we decide the shots and everything. And so I've got to be in there. And now there's been times that like I've done worship and then for the message, I've gone out and sat with Kelsey before because the message is a little bit more tamer. There's only two cameras. There's usually slides that go along with it and we've got a script, but yeah, for worship, I I feel that because in the other way of I have to work and you you experience right. you're experiencing your wife having to be on stage and you're you're out in the crowd if you are right. going to that service right and so what what is the balance of that on the worshiping side so i know for me and kelsey for a while we were going to uh we have a we have a pastor friend that has another church and they do a weekly Wednesday service and we've gone to you know kind of supporting his church also but that is also another time that I'm like I'm not doing anything and I can go to this but also going to you know Christian worship concerts and everything is I feel like is another way that we kind of have had an like an an outlet yeah I think I mean for us our our outlet is simply in the car mm-hmm. when we're driving to work together yep. usually we're either listening to classic rock or christian radio yep. or spotify playlists or whatever it may be yep. um that that's our kind of our main outlet i mean our our, our leadership team is is good enough to give us uh, our choice of one weekend a month that we can that we're both not on a service and yeah. so we can go to an entire service together yeah because um, that's it you know that's the other tension because you not only do you work at, at a church like this is your job but this is also your church like yeah. we talked about that the other day like it, it, 
it's it's interesting when you're in ministry because you you don't want to you don't want to put the the job over. as your way of connecting with God right also yeah. yeah that's the big thing and you know our senior pastor has talked about that and that was a struggle like when I would when I was in our fourth and fifth grade environment of like preparing you know you know, our curriculum kind of does most of it, but mm-hmm. like, I would want to be a part of it. You know, I want to know what's before what we're right. talking about and what what's after. So you can piece it all together. Cause I believe that's the best way to read the Bible is not just one context, you know, one yes. out of context, sure. you know, read yeah. the whole thing, what happened before, what, what's happening now and what's, what's going to happen, uh, especially in the old Testament. Cause it's, it's mostly, it's, it's all of a story and it's right. all together to tell one, uh, one big um, mean uh, point. And, um, that was a big struggle of like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm researching for this, but that's for, for that, that's for my job and, and finding of something completely away from that, that's still in the Bible and reading God's word that is filling me up and not something I'm trying to fill and immediately give to the audience. Yeah. And I think for me, it goes a step further because I'm also in in Bible college. Yeah. So like I'm in the word studying the word, but for, you're doing it for, you're doing it for your degree. Or, right. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's another tension that I've faced is like, so now I'm, I'm reading scripture to understand what it means for my degree, but also like to be able to, to, I don't know, to, disassociate from that yep. and to go read scripture for me mm-hmm. for for just personal filling up of of my spirit is yep. also hard yeah and our senior pastor was talking about like you know he's speaking almost every single weekend right like most right. senior pastors are or lead pastors and so he's reading what what god has given him for the audience for the church, uh, the body of Christ, but also he's trying to read another piece that's filling him up just for his personal walk. But then also, especially a lot of, a lot of bigger churches, if, if, if they're doing a lot, you know, in his situation, he's doing, he's got the weekend. And then sometimes he's, uh, like this last week, he was speaking in a different, uh, place during the week. Then he's also got his daily devotional that he does with his wife. And so it it is a balance and it's, it's, and I feel like the daily devotional does help with him because like he was saying, he does that with his wife anyway. Right. And he's just, that's almost like a peek into there. Yeah. Because he does it and he's like, we're just going to turn on the camera and then just kind of, do they just kind of do it? Yeah. They just do it. And then, Hey, we're going to record it and maybe in, in it has, because people have said it's going to be a blessing for someone because someone's going to, um, get something out of it. But yeah, that I feel like that's a constant tension, but the worship is a bigger thing too. We were, um, you sent a video uh, in our group chat that you were talking about. Um, I'm going to mention Mike Todd again, because that's, yeah, that was cause the, it's Mike Todd, cause that was the video, but he was saying like, not just, and I feel like it's a huge thing, not even people that are in ministry, but just like just Christians in general, because of how our world is of worshiping only on Sunday. Right. As well, an and what what he was saying was like the 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 I'm gonna say the word worst, but that's yeah. not in yeah. it's not in the way that yeah. I mean it. But he said the worst place to worship is on Sunday morning in the church because the stage is set. Yeah. Right. The atmosphere is set. Oh yeah. You've got amazing musicians. You've got the room is set for mm-hmm. for the Holy Spirit. To yeah. Work. It's the perfect ground for you. You know, you don't have any distractions or anything. Right. That is your only focus, and you know what you're going. You're it, you're you. It's like putting a schedule in your in your workbook and your planner and saying right. this is going to happen. This is when it's going to happen. Uh, I know for sure, most likely, there's not going to be any distraction um, because I know what I'm going to. And um, I'm not going to, I know nothing bad's going to happen all of a sudden or I'm une- unexpected because uh, I know that there's going to be worship, there's going to be a message, it's going to be offering, so right. on and so forth. But what he was talking about is when something bad happens during the week or just even just during the week in general, when right. you're at work, you're in your car, whatever. And worshiping in that moment because it, the stage isn't set necessarily. Right. And, and I think we so often we we attribute worship to music, mm-hmm. and that 
it being just music, but it's it's more than that. Yeah. I mean, you know, for me, when I'm having a bad week, my worship can just be, "Hey, God, get me through this." Yep. Or, "Hey, God, I'm I'm going to trust you and I'm going to lean on you because I know that that I may be going through this thing, but your plan is mm-hmm. good and yeah. you're going to get me through to the other side." Like, yeah, because that's that's our sole purpose, and I think. I've talked to Kelsey about this. I feel like that bothers people sometimes of like our only purpose is to serve and worship God. And people are like, well, I need something else out of that. Like, why isn't God giving me more? And it's like, well, right there, just the point that you're able to worship God, period. And that God created you, that you can experience life. You can experience all the blessings that God has given us. And then we get to worship a God. You know, God could not be a good God, but he is, you know. And that's, that's amazing. And like you said, worship is not just music. It's not just singing and lifting our hands up and everything, but just worship is just giving everything to God, our good right. and our bad, all of it to God. And there, there's a book that I read. Um, it's literally called Worship mm-hmm. by A.W. Tozier. Mm-hmm. And it completely changed the way that I view what worship is, yeah. how I worship, um, you know, the ways that I worship. I have to bring it because I've got some really good um, highlights. Yep. Yeah, just scribbles. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've read some books like that. There is, there's a book I have uh, downstairs in my office. It's uh, The End of Me, and it's so good because um, it's all about the Sermon on the Mount. And just breaking it down and just like how we should not even be focusing on us at all. We should, we should not even be in the equation of how we serve God. It should just be, we just give it all and just, it's, it's, it's all of God. And I think that's what, what sometimes what people have a hard time with Mm -hmm. is, is that the aspect of, cause, cause, you know, because of sin, we're naturally just selfish people. Oh yeah. I think people sometimes have a hard time of the with the dying to self mm-hmm. and and giving it all, yeah. regardless of what it is, yeah. but giving it all to God. Yeah. Well, and it's you have to treat it kind of like a disease because that's what it is, you know, sin. And if you had a disease in you, you know, uh, an infection, you're going to go to the doctor and get an antibiotic or. If you had, if you were sick with something, you know, you, you're wanting to get rid of it. And right. that, that's why the death of you, you know, it, 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 that's your flesh because your flesh is sinful right? and you have to, you have to essentially kill it every single day mm-hmm. and kill it and only focus on your soul, which is connected to the Holy spirit when you accept as, you know, Christ, because then you can fully live the way that God wants you to live and you have to constantly do it. Yeah. It's every not, single it's not second. Just a, it's not just a ritual that you I'm do every morning do it once yeah. and then I'm fine. Yeah. Like and it's, it's not even something that you do just in the morning or when you feel something, you have to do it every single, you have to think about every single situation that you're in about how, 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 to, how would God want me to act? And, in this? and you have to, you have to be, yeah, you have to be intentional about mm-hmm. it because yep. if you're not intentional about it, you're going to go an entire day yep. and you will have, you know, whether it's, you know, without even in, knowing, right. Whether it's like getting in an argument with your wife yep. or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. like you would have gone an entire day and not thought. And I struggle with that. Yeah. I struggle with the going, going an entire day. And then I look up and I'm like, Oh, I had that encounter today. Mm-hmm. I had that encounter today. I said this thing when, if I would have been intentional about in that moment yeah turning to god yeah and i think the biggest thing is like i've heard people say you know it's not just going up to a random stranger and saying do you know jesus and and that's kind of our witnesses uh, right. witnessing our witnessing is just how we act you know yep. no one's going to listen to what you have to say about jesus if you're mean and rude to people or not even mean and rude but just don't even show love to people and you're just ignoring people and just kind of going on during your day and just kind of being selfish. Well, it's, it's one of those things that 
bothers me, and, and I'm probably as guilty as anyone, but the you don't act like you really believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the idea um, is I've coached other worship teams or, or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, who, who when, when it's young kids and, and they're, they're worried about how they're going to be viewed. So they're very timid. Yeah. I'm like, you're singing about amazing grace and you don't act like it's amazing. Yeah. Yep. And, and and so living that way is the same thing too. Like as as we see things like what's happening in Israel right now. Yep. And it may be a sign one step closer mm-hmm. to revelation. It may not be. Yep. But either way, are you living like what if it was? Yeah. How would you how would live? you act? Yeah. That's one of the things we've been talking about as a staff in family, family ministry is how would you lead if you knew in one year Jesus was coming Dang. back? Yeah. Yeah. Would you, would you just keep it all to yourself? Would you, it, yeah, if you kept it all to yourself, would you start telling every single person? Is it, is it, or is it the sense of urgency because you know it's going to be coming and you can, you, you know for a fact that you can say, hey, he's going to be coming in one year, but we don't know. And so he, I mean, he could be coming in the next minute, he could be coming in the next day or the next 10 years or the next hundred years. Or even if you break it down, you know, on, on an individual level, yep. the idea that, you know, obviously none of us are guaranteed the next moment. Mm-hmm. So if you had a family member, friend, whatever, who's not saved or, you know, who, who rejects God yeah. and you know, like, like, do you really believe that without Christ they're going to hell? Yeah. Then why aren't you doing something about it? Yeah, and that's really hard. And you know, especially with my family, I'm not very connected with my immediate family, and I, I, I feel like that's a struggle that I run into, and a lot of str- a struggle that a lot of people run into. Of like, especially if they didn't have a good childhood, or if they had some struggles with their parents, or um, I don't know, just they just became distant. You know, you moved away, you you followed what you were doing, and then they just kind of did their life and you did your life and you're not really connected that well. How do you, how do you bridge that connection and, and then talk about, Hey, now that we're having that conversation, let's, let's talk about, Hey, do you know Jesus? Do you, if you, this very second, what, what, what do you think would happen? That's the hard thing. And then, yeah, because you, because what you don't want is not having that connection and then just straight up, you know, just messaging them or calling them and saying, Hey, do you know Jesus? And it's like, I think sometimes for me, I want to do that, but also I know I don't have that, that, um, that Uh buy-in, that personal Uh buy-in. I mean, you know, it's, it's the, the crazy guy on the corner screaming about, you know, do you know Jesus? Is he he right in everything he's saying? Quite possibly, but he's got no audience because no one is, is prepared for that. And that's the hard thing, especially if if we think about it in a sense of urgency, Mm -hmm. how do you be urgent? on something that you have to have done such and such level of groundwork to earn the yeah. right to, to even begin right. to talk to somebody about this. Yeah. It's that buy-in yeah. that I think a lot of people struggle with. And I, I think it's for us, it's just remembering that, that, Hey, we're, we're planting a seed, you know, like we're, we're just, we're starting the conversation and then letting letting the Holy Spirit do what the Holy Spirit's going to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's good, JP. That's really good. That's really good. Well, we are out of time, guys, because uh, oh. we we went on a really big tangent, and that was a really good conversation. But um, we're going to be coming back in a week. And we're going to have another episode and hopefully we're going to be starting a new segment and we're going to be trying to break down a song. Right. Uh, Justin, you, you're going to, you're going to find some songs and we're going to try to do a new segment where we listen to a song and then break it down with scripture and then break it down of just also just like, what's the, what's the grab on it musically? Yeah. Musically, theologically. I mean, we're sitting here with three musicians so I'm not a musician two and a half musicians i suppose <laughs> these are these are your guitars on the wall aren't they, uh, they it's my are. bass and kelsey's guitar um but yeah we just thought that that would be that would be something fun because i don't i don't know that i've ever seen that done yeah so yeah and i i, I want to do songs like we can do songs that have already been out 
that have grabbed some traction or just even a new song that that you you find just on you know i'm constantly finding songs on instagram i'm like oh that's cool never heard that man never heard of this person but that's that's actually a pretty good song uh there's one song i sent to jace because he's really into like the indie rock and there was this one song I saw and I shared it to him. And I looked, I think I looked at this morning. It had already 700,000 uh, plays on Spotify. Whew. Yeah. And they're a band that doesn't even, I mean, they probably make their own music in their own like house. Like they were recorded in their own place. So that's pretty cool. But I can't wait until next week. But until then, goodbye. Bye. Bye.